5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to TNT Weekly. What's up, New Tech? Uh, really, really happy today. Episode 8. Um, I'm blessed to have the time of a medical pillar in our community, uh, the well-known, the well-respected Dr. Isabella Kogan. Dr. Kogan, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you, Tony. It's so nice to see you today. Yeah, thank you. And, and uh, again, thank you so much for giving me your time. I, I, I know this is going to be a great, great podcast. Um, for the listeners, I know you well. I, I love you very much. You're, you're a dear friend. I'm blessed to know you. Um, but for our listeners that don't know you and, and, and maybe patients that don't know you as well, um, would you please, you know, sort of give us a little bit of background of, uh, of yourself and what brought you to Alliston? Uh, I came to Alliston in 2004. Um, I was a young physician, graduated from uh, medical school in Russia, and uh, I had my PhD uh, done in Russia, and I worked as an uh, assistant professor in, in a hospital. Uh, and uh, afterwards, I got married, and uh, my husband immigrated to Canada, and I came uh, to join him. I uh, did my licensing uh, exams and repeated my training, and uh, I came to Alliston since it was the closest underserviced area, and as a foreign grad, I had to work in underserviced area. And I thought, no, I will run away five years after, but I fell in love with the community, with my patients. Uh, it's my life, and uh, I'm here uh, for as long as I'm alive. Oh, yeah. wonderful, wonderful. Um, another area that I, I'm intrigued with you, Dr. Kogan, and, and that, again, that's our relationship, and, and uh, I know that you're very passionate about um, meditation, and I know that from time to time during the year you you get away and and I I love the analysis of you know no phone no screen no TV and um, you find that very comforting and sort of you you've called it a rebooting. Could you please sort of uh, let our listeners know a little bit no more about this area of of self booting that you call it on on meditation? It's quite interesting. So meditation is a way to uh, clear your mind, clear your mind from uh, anxiety, uh, fear, anger, uh, all the emotions which we encounter on everyday basis. And sometimes those emotions get stuck in our body and give uh, uh, back pain, uh, shoulder pain, chest pain, all sorts of discomforts. Uh, meditation is a traditional Buddhist uh, technique uh, which uh, helps uh, starts with focusing on breathing and then uh, body scanning meditation. And uh, uh, what it does, it works like a, a reboot for computer. Your uh, mind uh, gets cleaned from all the uh, program programs you don't need, like computer gets cleaned of all the viruses. Uh, I think I won't be alive if I uh, didn't uh, uh, meet my meditation teacher, uh, Vipassana teacher, Virginia Hamilton. Um, it was uh, pretty amazing that I was 
driving by Ontario Vipassana Center on road 56 and my car went to the ditch in front of the sign Ontario Vipassana Center and uh, I asked uh, for the phone and the teacher told your car knows what where to go you should come and I believe in signs like this and I did come and it's 10 day course where uh, uh, complete silence is promoted, uh, no exposure to outside world, uh, no books, no phones, uh, you pretty much uh, uh, observing your thoughts, your emotions, and when you observe, they evaporate and they don't bother you anymore. Uh, yeah, so that's that's amazing technique which saved my life. Oh, beautiful. Um, obviously, the news all bad out there it seems to be we know uh the position we're in now surrounding health in this pandemic and it came upon us so quickly um at the beginning you know the news that we had got i, I you know i i think i thought like everybody well it'll come in it'll go away that type of idea but uh it's not we're into four months now um economic turmoil all the symptoms that are out there. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult and a new time for everyone. As a, as a medical doctor, um, can you uh, give us your feedback on your experience as COVID came into our community, how you looked at it, and you know, four months later, uh, what you know? Uh, initially, I was scared like everyone else, uh, uh, but now, four months later, only Two out of my 1,500 patients got sick, and they both recovered beautifully. And uh, hundreds of my patients got tested, and uh, all tests came back negative except those two patients. Uh, like, to me, it's a higher risk to get uh, hit by the car than to get COVID at this moment in our community. Uh, we were very fortunate uh, at uh, New Tecumseh in uh, uh, Simcoe County. Uh, not too many cases uh, are going on right now, and those people who got sick, they 95-98% of them recover. Uh, I, I'm still being, I still being careful. Patients get masked. I get masked. I get masked when I go to grocery store. But otherwise, uh, life goes on, and we need to continue with our uh, daily life without fear. We need to move on. Mm -hmm. um, are you confident? I, I'm confident uh, in in our race and 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 background to expedite a vaccine. Do you? feel that over time a vaccine will, will, will play a part and this will be something like a flu? I, I mean, I hope it, it, it turns into that. I, I, I hope so, but uh, it becomes such a political issue. I don't, I don't want to go deep into uh, politics, which company, which country makes better vaccine. Mm -hmm. I will just stay away from this. I will just wait, wait from, for public health to give us directions. I'm Wonderful. sorry, I don't I understand. want to. No, 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 I understand. Um, in regards to COVID and... and, and um, you know, battling COVID as, uh, as a healthy human being and trying to be the best that you can. Um, uh, how big a part does nutrition, taking care of yourself, 
uh, vitamin supplementation, all these areas to build up your immune system to be the best that you can be. Do you feel that uh, this is something that that you, you like to promote and, and feel that is there's such a great correlation between strength and immune system and, and fighting off COVID and being the best? I mean, yes, anybody can get it and anybody can get very ill, but do you feel that nutrition and and, and everything plays an important part? No, absolutely, Tony. Like uh, refined foods, uh, like white sugar, white bread, uh, junk food, uh, they all uh, toxic for our body. They all make uh, body acidic. They congest the liver. Liver is generally very grateful organ. It makes uh, around 3,000 uh, detoxifying reactions a day. But if you clog your liver with... Uh, uh, red meat, trans fats, uh, uh, if uh, you eat uh, refined sugars like white bread, then eventually body is so busy trying to detox all that stuff that it doesn't fight uh, the viruses and bacteria as well. So if uh, a person diet consists uh, 60 to 80% of fruit and vegetables, the immune system is usually fantastic and they don't even notice uh, the uh, virus or bacteria they encounter. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you in, in that perspective, do you feel um, that a vegan diet is, is something that, that is something that you promote or, um, or, or would like to suggest in, in, in the normal diet? And you brought up something earlier uh, before our, our taping here that standing out to me that in, in, in the animal kingdom, um, the strength of, gi of giant gorillas and, and elephants, um, they're not meat eaters. I, I never looked at it that way and it's just fascinating me. I said, yes, I know the gorillas are, they're monsters and they eat bananas and plants and things and I never thought of, of that so it's very interesting I, I could you say something it's more about just, that uh, when we were brought up as uh, uh, meat and potato children and teenagers we simply didn't know uh, how detrimental uh, meat uh, could be for our health especially processed meat uh, it's uh, acidifies the blood it's uh, uh, it's uh, has the dead vibe in it and uh, uh, obviously, there are so many alternatives to uh, meat, uh, like red meat, uh, like uh, lentils, uh, nuts. Uh, uh, you can make beautiful hummus out of your chickpea or out of your cashew. It's very easy to do. Uh, whey protein, so many things to provide uh, your body with enough protein. You don't need to you uh, like uh, fry your steak every mm -hmm. week on a grill so there are many other alternatives which will be uh, uh, cleaner and which will make you happy and healthier person mm -hmm. wonderful um, in regards to covid um, I, I i know that uh, you are very passionate about this and, and concerned and as the isolation happened and the shutdown happened and people were you know, isolated in their homes, um, you know, people with underlying health issues were, were, were not maintaining their, their, you know, assessment or their visits to their doctors. And I know that you were really concerned about this and you brought out an article with Simcoe News 
on, um, you know, ensuring that that people know that their doctors are ready uh, to be seen and to continue to watch over underlying health issues. Could you uh, tell us a bit more about your concerns in that area? Uh, it's not only myself. Many doctors uh, in our community are concerned. Like Dr. George, dermatologist, uh, she was worried that people with melanoma sit, sit at home and don't uh, look for attention. Um, I've seen people with uh, breast cancer, large abscess, uh, people who really needed uh, to be seen, but they were postponing and postponing their health care for fear of that virus. The cardiologists were worried that uh, a high percentage of people uh, appeared with uh, uh, delay presentation of heart attack and uh, unfortunately in this situation time is uh, myocardium muscle if you don't uh, treat it in time and properly you lose high percentage of your heart muscle uh, what I'm trying to say here that uh, just uh, get masked uh, uh, social distance but still come and see your physician if you have health concerns because uh, uh, th th that could be <laughs> the cancer or cardiac disease uh, uh, they remain main killers in the community uh, not the COVID. Mm -hmm. So you know I, I, I realized early on in the mill pond in the building that and, and everybody did for meetings and, and assessments that uh, the zoom and the virtual world was taking over uh, as far as a replacement and you know I can see that um, you know for a, a phone virtual consultation uh, prescription renewal things like that etc but I, I, I'm sensing from you that not everything can be done virtually right I agree with you Tony a lot of time if it's a follow-up uh, for <clears throat> test results or uh, uh, follow up if you know already the patient, if you've seen the patient before, that uh, sometimes visit can be done virtually. But uh, if it's initial presentation of some condition, I would prefer to see patients in person. Uh, let's say patient says, uh, I'm dizzy, maybe I have something wrong with my ear. But when patient comes, uh, the blood pressure is 220. Uh, over 100. So obviously there is some other reason for dizziness. Mm -hmm. uh, or patient comes simply asymptomatic patients, has no complaints. But when I listen to their lung, I notice uh, large melanoma on their back. So I still want to see my patients for at least the uh, initial concern. I would like to see them in person. Mm -hmm. um and uh, also knowing you very well, um, I, I know that you're extremely passionate about our seniors and our community. Um, and um, outside of your family practice, uh, you're, you're, you're at the hospice quite often. Um, it's just something that I know that you're close about and, and maybe a lot of your patients are not aware of all these extra loves that you have outside of your family practice. Um, could you please let our listeners know about your, your love of our seniors community? Uh, I think senior care is in my blood. Uh, when I was a, a teenager, 12, 13 years old in Russia, I was going from uh, 
through the school, through the school program, I was going from apartment to apartment and uh, uh, bringing seniors uh, groceries and uh, cleaning the apartment and I was writing uh, greeting cards for every holiday uh, for those people. And uh, pretty much I keep doing the same thing. I go from house to house. I, uh, if people are unable to come to my office, then I come to them. Uh, just to make sure that uh, they have proper nutrition, that they uh, looked after, uh, trying to bring uh, resources uh, through home care or volunteer organization uh, which people need. Um, Mati House is amazing, amazing organization in our community. They have about 200 volunteers who look after uh, people in need. And uh, for us, it's a privilege to be with the patient who is transitioning to higher plan. Uh, sometimes I just hold their hand and pray. And uh, in Matthew House, we uh, don't make things faster or slower. We simply go with Mother Nature and simply making sure that patient uh, is as comfortable as possible and his family can, can simply be there for them, hold their hand rather than making decisions, should I give this drug, should I give that drug, should I feed them, or what should I feed them. So leave it up to professionals and we can uh, look after your loved one and you can be just spouse or daughter and uh, son and just uh, make this uh, process as uh, uh, easy as possible for everyone. Yes, and uh, as it just reminds me of a the uh, the well-respected philanthropist in our community that was a driving force behind Matthew's Hospice, Mr. Marvin Chandler. And I'll never um, forget his comments and words that, uh, to some extent, dying is beautiful as well. It's painful, it is, but the process of dying and, and, and our life cycle, it, going to Matthew's house, it, it's own, it's accepted, it's not it's it's not something scary or anything. It's just trying to make that process as as comfortable as possible, right? I agree with you. We uh, don't know why uh, something happened to this person. Uh, why God put uh, this person from for through this challenge or this disease? We don't know uh, who we are to judge. So who we are to say this is bad or this is terrible? Like we don't know the circumstances. So uh, we just accept and we just make transition as easy as possible for everyone. Another uh, area of, of care that uh, pre-COVID I knew was a big issue, uh, more particularly in the seniors community and, and, and retirement, um, you know, mental health, our mental health as a whole. Now with COVID and all the challenges that COVID has brought to an extreme demographic cross-section of age group, mental health now um, is an alarming issue that should be dealt with. When, when you are confronted with this, and, and, and now more so probably with COVID, uh, what are your advices for, for those that are suffering mentally? I start from the basics. I usually ask the patient, what's your breakfast? What's your lunch? What's your supper? And a lot of time people say, 
it's a coffee and sandwich and it could be three four coffee a day and uh, brain loves hydration if brain is dehydrated then anxiety comes and fear comes I usually tell my patients, please stop coffee because every cup of coffee requires 10 cups of water to rehydrate you. Uh, get uh, good uh, water, maybe from uh, from the spring, like I personally use water from Elmwell uh, Spring, uh, two liters a day. Like uh, yoga, for example, they walk around with a bottle of water and they sip water every 15 minutes. Uh, hydration is the first thing to fight your uh, mental uh, health illness. Uh, the second thing, uh, your nutrition, like brain loves vitamin B, which comes from fruit, your mango, your banana, your pear. Obviously, uh, peel everything you can peel, but still give your brain good nutrition. Uh, and sleep, uh, uh, sometimes people sleep uh, three, four hours a day, uh, at night, uh, the the brain rests from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning. If you miss this interval, uh, your your brain never rest rested. So it's very important to go to bed around 10, 11 o'clock. And uh, uh, it, if it's hard to fall asleep, uh, there are a lot of supplements which can help: uh, valerian root, magnesium, uh, ashwagandha. Uh, uh, Millpond Pharmacy, they have that beautiful blend called anti-stress. So many things uh, which can help to relax and sleep well. Uh, So first I suggest to fix hydration, uh, nutrition and sleep. And afterwards we can talk about other aspects of uh, mental health illness. If medication is needed, we prescribe. But we usually start with basics. That's interesting, uh, Dr. Kogan. Uh, and, and going back to COVID and nutrition and being the best you can be through diet and exercise, etc. Uh, here we are with a topic of mental health. And again, nutrition is brought up to first trigger and start the recovery of whatever, uh, whether it's anxiety, depression, uh, it's amazing how you're referring again back to simple steps of nutrition, hydration, good sleep, etc. Start there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we're coming to the end of the podcast, uh, uh, Doctor Kogan, and um, uh, in meeting you and in my journey into Alliston, um, you know, I, I, I find that you know our community is so lucky to have have you. Uh, immerse yourself in and your passion for the community to recruit and drive and bring in so many wonderful services into this community. And uh, my journey with you in the Mill Pond is is evidence of that, where you had this vision some time ago um, uh, in our community. And now we have this wonderful facility in the downtown core of Alliston, Ontario. Our hospital is beautiful with its services. We're blessed in that area. But The fact that, you know, you were able to see this vision and bring it together um, with your peers uh, of uh, of bringing sort of a one-stop shop to the downtown of Alliston. Do you feel that our community now is is so much better served and has reached its capacity and, and, and keeping you satisfied? Because I know that you were passionate about this and you wanted to make our community better. 
Well, thank you, Tony. You were a big, huge part of Milcom project. If it wasn't for you, it won't be here. So thank you for everything you've done for community. Uh, definitely in comparison to 2004, the situation has much, much improved. Uh, I remember those miserable times when I had to work in ER and uh, do like eight or 12 hour ER shift and then uh, go to medical floor and see the patients. And uh, uh, sometimes I had to uh, airlift critically sick patients uh, from both, from emergent, from medical floor in one day. And next day I should, I, I had to go to my office and see patients there. And then I thought, like, this is not, it, it's not life, it's impossible, like, it's, it's not acceptable, no one should go through this. And I dedicated a lot of time to recruitment, to working with medical students and residents. And uh, thanks God, things are much better now. And um, we have 12 physicians just at Mill Pond. There are other physicians in town. Um, and uh, it's uh, Mill Pond Medical Center also brought uh, specialists to the community, uh, brought uh, beautiful services like uh, uh, Physiomed, Complete CPAP, uh, uh, our speech therapist, uh, addiction, addiction services of North uh, of York region. Many other services are available for Alistair now, which wasn't a case just 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I feel that uh, with God's help, this happened. It's just meant to be. Um, and I'm very grateful to you and uh, my partners and our patients, to everyone who uh, made this dream come true. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Well, it's been a really really interesting uh, podcast with you, Dr. Colgan, and uh, I very rarely call my good friend and dear friend, Dr. Colgan, I, 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 I call her, um, oh, would you like me to ask that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, yes, I love that story. Um, yeah, we'll end the show on this one, uh, and I'm glad uh, uh, Bella pointed this out to me. And this is something that came from me. I, I've always, you know, as the internet and access to YouTube and all the information, um, you know, have you ever received any funny stories in regards to a patient that has been a Google doctor or a YouTube doctor where they come in and they know the answers to their, to their problem and are advising you or whatever? Yeah, I had a, a, a funny story. Then a gentleman came and I, he told I have gangrene. My toes are black. Uh, I, I Google it. It uh, must be uh, I'm getting gangrene of my feet. And I looked at him. He has no socks. He has black shoes. I took alcohol swab and I cleaned his toe. And instead of black, it became white. And he, I asked him, how, how do you feel now? He told it's embarrassing. Uh, so I usually don't have problem with my patients. They come and ask. I googled uh, this and that. What do you think? And I usually say, okay, this is legit concern. Let's get it checked. Or I reassure them and tell, no, no, this is not an issue. And I'm trying to reassure them the best I can. 
uh, it's the same thing like if I try to change wheel of my car or try to deal with my car like I can google it as much as I want and I still won't be able to do it I will bring my car to body shop and most people like this they just want your opinion they want to discuss their concern yeah that's but that's a cute story it's a it's a good thing they didn't it it, it wasn't a doctor who, who in, in the old primitive times where gangrene would have been just a cut off of a toe, isn't it? Or whatever, they would have done something crazy like that. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you for your time. I'd love to end the show. And I, and I want the listeners to repeat after um, Dr. Kogan. But if we had a blessing of our building uh, a year and a bit ago, and, and Dr. Kogan ended the blessing um, with these words, uh, and she wanted us to repeat them and we're going to do this right now, ending the podcast, and and repeat them with us. You're you're just going to have a better day. May I be happy. May I be happy. May I be safe. May I be safe. May I be loved. May I be loved. May everyone be happy. May everyone be happy. May everyone be safe. May everyone be safe. May everyone be loved. May everyone be loved. Thank you. Bless you.